In this episode, we hear how Tiffany Haddish found her superpower. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and today's episode is a treat. So this past Tuesday on the 20th of July, I had a, an awesome conversation with Dr. Maya Shankar. She is uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal person all around, but she also happens to be a legitimate expert in the world of change. She is an actual behavioral scientist. She's the global director of behavioral science at Google. She founded the behavioral science team at the White House during Obama's tenure. She's phenomenal. And she hosts this great podcast called A Slight Change of Plans. It's over on the Pushkin Industries podcast network. And she's doing great, great work there. She's interviewing regular people as well as major names, people like Hillary Clinton and Tiffany Haddish, and talking to them about what happened in their life, what that change looked like, how they pivoted or dealt with it, and where they are today as a result. And so they reached out to me, the Pushkin team reached out to me, and thought that you guys would enjoy their podcast. And I've got to say, I 100% agree. I've been binge listening to it ever since I, I heard about it, and I know you're going to love it as well. So this is a sponsored episode, but what I want to do is play a, uh, a small section of her conversation with Tiffany Haddish. And in this conversation, Tiffany talks about how after her mom's car accident, honestly just threw her life and her childhood into chaos, she was given an ultimatum that ultimately led to where she is today. She talks about how all of the stuff that she went through growing up helped her become the person that she has helped her to embrace comedy as a, a way forward and how all of the pain that she's experienced has in fact become her superpower. So I want to play the clip for you, but I encourage you to go check out the podcast, A Slight Change of Plans. It is phenomenal. Highly, highly recommend that you give it a listen. And if you want to hear the full interview with Tiffany Haddish, you're going to have to go over to the show. I've got the link to the episode in the description of this episode. So enjoy. Pushkin. Girl, if I hadn't gone through all the stuff that I've been through, I would not be funny at all. Like, it, if you think about it, like everything that I am capable of, that I'm able to access, it comes from all of the tragedy. That's Tiffany Haddish. She's a badass comedian who's won an Emmy for her performance hosting Saturday Night Live. Her Netflix special won her a Grammy for Best Comedy Album. And she's also been in the hit blockbuster movies Bad Trip and Girls Trip. Now, this movie, it made history. It made $100 million plus, okay? And I am trying to figure out where is my cut of that money because I haven't seen it at all yet. <laughs> and all my friends are telling me, Tiffany, you a star now. You big time. You balling out of control. And I'm looking at my bank account like, uh-uh. I love Tiffany's irreverence. She is really, really funny. 
But the reason I wanted to talk to Tiffany is not because she's funny. It's because of how she uses funny, how she's turned her comedy into a superpower to navigate the profound changes she's confronted in her life. Comedy isn't just something Tiffany does on stage. It's how she survives. I'm Maya Shunker. I study how and why we change, and my work as a cognitive scientist has taken me all over, including the Obama White House. All season long, I'll have intimate conversations with folks who've navigated remarkable change in their lives. And hopefully, it'll get us to think differently about change in our own lives. This is a slight change of plans. I wanted to introduce myself. Um, oh, I Googled you and did the research. On <laughs> okay. I'm a cognitive scientist. No, uh, I, I read that you was the, the Obama psychic. I came here to get a reading. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm like. Your future is looking bright, okay? <laughs> um, look, Tiffany, the reason I'm so excited to interview you is because you have one of the most radiant personalities. And I think that it's easy for people to forget just how challenging your childhood was. Um, so you don't mind, I'm just going to jump right in uh, Let's to go. your mom. My mom worked the graveyard shift at the post office. She gets home from work at like six, five in the morning or whatever. I was probably like six. I used to make these mud pies. I used to take all these spices and seasonings that I could get to in the cabinet and I would mix everything together and make it like a patty. But I wake her up and I'd be like, these are for you, mommy. <laughs> And she would go, oh, thank you. And I'd be like, because you work so hard. And you're the best working mommy ever. And she'd go, oh, thank you very much. Now let working mommy sleep. And then I'd go, okay. And I'd let her sleep. And then me and my sister would be playing. And I would be trying to clean up the kitchen. And she'd come in and she'd see me trying to clean up. And then she would pick me up. She'd give me the best. She used to have the best the best hugs. Sometimes I dream about those hugs. Wow. Like those hugs that's like, you just feel like you're in that person's body. Like you're in the safest place. Like just so warm. You feel like the back of you can't even be seen. All their meat has just sucked you in. You can take a deep breath and just let all your pain out in their chest. That version of Tiffany's childhood changes in an instant. Your mom got into a terrible car accident when you were eight. Mm -hmm. Do you mind sharing how that changed your relationship with her? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so that changed the entire dynamic. It flipped it in a way. Okay, so my mom had the accident. She was in the hospital for like three months, right? And, and during that three-month process, we were with my grandmother and my aunties. And when my mom came out of the hospital, um, and mind you, she had to learn how to talk walk, eat, everything all over again. And I remember the day we went to go get her, the doctor said, you're going to have to be your mom's biggest helper. You're going to have to grow up now. You're going to have to be right there for her all the time. And I remember telling him, no problem. I love her. She's I Whatever she needs, I'm going to do it. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm doing these things. Everything, I mean, she taught me how to tie my shoe. Now I'm teaching her how to tie her shoe. Wow. She taught me how to make hot dogs. Now I'm teaching her how to make hot dogs. Everything that she taught me, like, I'm teaching her. And then it was so many things that um, 
because it was hard for her to communicate. Like my mom was like an excellent communicator. She had this crazy vernacular and now she barely has any words and she couldn't express herself. So she started to become violent. So it became this relationship of the person that I love the most on this planet. The first person I ever loved, like she was my God is now my tormentor. And she was so mean. She used to say the meanest shit in the world, like crush your spirit type stuff. And it made me start to resent her and hate her, right? Not till I got older did I realize like she had she had brain damage. And I mean, the doctor explained that to me, but that does not register as a child. When I just think about it, like I, I could feel how I felt then, just like constant fear, trying to figure out how not to get my neck broke or another tooth knocked out my head or, you know, just constantly trying to figure out how do I make this person happy enough to not hurt me. Is that when you realize like, hey, wait a second, I think my humor has power. Like I can use it to get out of dangerous situations or help get me what I want. Yeah, humor is definitely a power. And I definitely realized that as a kid, it got me hit less or make her forget to lay her thought of what she's going to do. Um, and then I was able to, I was using that in school because I was getting bullied in school because I didn't have the best clothes. My hair wasn't done the best. Like I was, because uh, I was raising, I was raising me and my brothers and sisters working to try to make sure my sisters and brothers eat and that they have clothes and that they're clean and that, you know, like and getting those food stamps in the mail and helping my mom get the groceries and all this stuff. Like, and it's so crazy because I couldn't even barely read, right? Mm -hmm. I'm doing all this grown mom stuff. Tiffany's mom doesn't improve. And eventually she becomes so unwell, Tiffany and her siblings are forced to enter the foster care system. She's 13. She moves from foster home to foster home, lugging her stuff around with her in a garbage bag. Throughout all of this, her one constant is humor. I would try to make like my foster parents and the like group home leaders and stuff, try to make them laugh so they could keep me around. So they want me around. And, you know, for a while I was feeling like, dang, am I not good enough? Nobody wants me. They don't love me. They don't like me. Like, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to make them laugh. I don't understand. They're laughing at all my jokes, they're, but I don't understand what's wrong. And later on, I learned that that's not always up to them. And so a lot of times up to the court system, you know, the age limits and blah, blah, blah. So many mm -hmm. things that have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Nothing to do with you, but doesn't mean that it did not affect me mentally. Absolutely. But my comedy, it also catapulted me and, and it got me help in school. Like I, like I said, I couldn't read that good, but I had a really great memory. So I would get like, I would make somebody laugh. A guy laughed that had a cool, deep voice. And I'd be like, can you read this to me? And I memorize everything he said. And I'd be able to regurgitate that verbatim in class. All right. That is all I can give you. That is all I can give you. It is such a great interview. There's another 25 minutes of it. Like there's 25 minutes of Tiffany telling her story. And you, you just heard how good that story is. So here's what you need to do next. Open up your podcast app, wherever you're listening to this, and search A Slight Change of Plans. Subscribe to the show or follow or whatever the word is in that app, 
and go listen to the rest of the episode. Or if you even want to make it easier, if you're like, you know what, searching's a little bit too much work. I can't do that right now. Click the link in the description of this episode. It'll take you straight to the webpage, and that'll link you to all of the podcast platforms. But you got to hear the rest of this interview. It is fantastic. Maya does an amazing job getting the, the real story out of Tiffany, and Tiffany does an incredible job sharing it in a way that, honestly, by the end, you're going to be sitting there like rooting for her to win, which, spoiler alert, she does. She's awesome. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in today. Again, the podcast is a slight change of plans. I highly recommend you check it out. Thank you to Pushkin for creating the show. Thank you to Maya for creating the show. And thank you to the entire team for supporting this show by by uh, uh, sponsoring this episode and putting us on to this podcast because honestly, it's phenomenal. Uh, highly, highly recommend it. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Yeah.